You have to slide the little thing up. There you go. <laughs> like I said, I know after I told you to do it. Words! Back after quite some time off. Like a month, right? Pretty close. Yeah, it was definitely a hiatus. Yeah, I bet everybody thought the band broke up. I gotta Creative be honest, differences. I haven't even really been on Twitter or doing anything with him. There's just been. I saw a bunch of yeah. tweets going through recently. Not by me. Oh, shit. Somebody hacked our account and is pretending to be us, and they are doing a wonderful job. Either that or you don't look at the date. Could be either way. I get Or even that. people that we follow that post stuff, then it pops up. It doesn't necessarily uh, mean stuff. Some of it look like uh, conversations with us because I get emails for it. I'm always checking the words email to see if anyone cares enough to email us. They don't. Hasn't happened yet, huh? No. Francis laying down on the job. Well, we were laying down on the job, too. And they're like, well, I guess they quit being retarded on the radio. We did get an email from Dollard. Or maybe it was a Facebook uh yeah, it was a Facebook one. It was, yeah, it was Facebook. Yeah. He threatened to murder all of us except Darren. So really, he threatened to murder <laughs> two of us. <laughs> Why did he threaten to murder us? Uh, because we needed to get back to work. Or maybe, maybe it wasn't murder. Maybe it was just a severe beating. I can't recall. Because we had to get back to work? Yeah, because he, he was missing his Monday. So what he says, if you guys don't get back in the sweaty garage record, oh. I'm going to fly to Maryland and skull fornicate all of you except Darren. You're ruining my Monday morning commute. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> I think you should have passed that around because I don't want to get skull fornicated by by <laughs> by Tollard. It's cool. It's just two of us. I mean, if his if his wiener's any way in proportion with the rest of his body, it's not going to be pleasant. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think it would be pleasant regardless. Because I guarantee they don't put a sticker on him that says "Keep away from children." Due to a choking hazard. That was completely off Small parts. <laughs> it was off sides. Too far? Yeah, too far. I didn't mean like a pedophilia thing. I meant in the fact he has a... Speaking of going too far. So we have a, uh, <laughs> we have a friend, a family friend, who their, uh, their second oldest kid, uh, he, who is still pretty small. He's, he's like uh, seven years old, eight years old. Yeah, they, te- uh, they tend to be small. He, so he drowned uh, two days ago. But they were able to pull him up and revive him and got him back to health. And like he was actually at church today. So I was like, why is this kid at church? He like almost he, drowned. No, he died. He drowned and he died. He was pulled back up and revived, resuscitated, had CPR done, brought back to life. The kid I, legit drowned. I feel like, and died. I feel like, yeah, he, it's still almost drowned. I feel like drowned right. signifies that he didn't come back. I think it means that he died underwater. True, but so he <laughs> if, suck, he if he didn't drowning. drown, he wouldn't have had to be pulled up and resuscitated. Right. Well, yeah, no, I get it's that. not like he was swimming and they were like, "Quick, <laughs> get him!" You well, know, what if? I mean, maybe that's why he drowned. Drill right? time. Maybe it has to be death by drowning. That happened. No, no, no. Like because they say <laughs> you're going to be put to death by ex- by electricity or whatever like that. It says death. It's not we're going to electric electric you. They're not going to electric you until you die. Then bring you back and do it again. Well, no, they didn't drown him again. <laughs> well, that's good. I feel like but that would be at, unnecessary. At any rate, that's not the point. The, the point is that, like, I told Leslie, because Leslie's my wife, she's in Kuwait now. And so uh, I was talking to her, and I was like, yeah, can you believe this kid drowned? And she was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, yeah, they brought it back. And then I started making, like, uh, 
almost dead kid jokes. Almost, and, yeah. You're well, beating around the bush exactly with dead kids. Are, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And and she was like, she was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, too soon. <laughs> She's like, yes, that happened yesterday. <laughs> That's way too soon. <laughs> there was really no reference about what's too soon. Yeah. Like, I make the Holocaust jokes, right? Yeah, those are too soon. You should stop now. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's like, when does the, the limitation on that run out? Because, I mean, you know, murder seven years. I was going to say. Like, South Park did a whole episode on that, didn't they? The seven-year thing? I don't, I don't remember. Or the Holocaust. Was, no, something is now funny. I can't remember what the actual the reference was. I hope they stole a, it from us. I don't think that's correct. I hope they did. I didn't say they did. Yeah. I said I hope. Yeah, they you're did. right. Trey Parker and Matt Stone are listening to this right now, like as we record. They could be as we record. Yes, yeah. it's it's so such a live stream that's posted um, week after we. It's a resuscitated stream. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's it's pulled out of the water and how'd they pull them out of the water? Like how was Probably it a with pool? Their hands, I'm guessing. Was it a pool? Yeah. Okay. Apparently, so I was talking to him today because I just knew that it occurred and I didn't talk to him. But I talked to the dad, like the the guy. He so I teach little kids in the in the primary class. They call it and obviously so, not how to swim. It, no, well, he's not. His kid's not in my class. So <laughs> excuses. Uh, but anyway, but his dad is. So I was talking to his dad, and he was like, "Yeah, apparently there were a whole bunch of people around. Um, there was somebody that was supposed to be watching the kid." like swimming with the kid and even though there were tons of people around nobody saw this kid struggling and then sink to the bottom of the pool uh obviously they found it within a couple of minutes but still the pool could have been really cold there were other people in that pool see i don't trust anyone to watch my kids because of that like i don't want kids have drowned before almost oh wait no almost that didn't count because they were revived true no they there's been a couple instances um which one all right so one was my i had to think of which two it was because two of them have had this happen one at like six years old decided he's going to take his flotation device off because he can swim just fine and i'm helping one of my other kids swim in the pool and he's trying to swim and i and i always pay attention to him so i'm like head on a swivel you know, my military lingo. I hate that shit, but, and I turn around and he's like half underwater, half doggy paddling. So I throw my one kid to the side or swim over there to get him, pull him out of the water. So, and so both of them were fine. Then the other one, we were down, there's a wolf lodge down in Virginia. So how can you be half underwater, half dog paddling? So he's, his head's underwater and his, he's like, he looks like a drowning rat. So if his head is underwater, that's pretty much all the way underwater. His hands are out of the water. That's not half. Okay. I'm I mean, so, even for an orangutan, I'm those not, hands are not half of your body. So that's like nine-tenths underwater. Okay, my bad. I'm sorry my mathematician skills were lacking in my description of near drowning. <laughs> I will it's do like, better Just his hands time. were out of the water, so he was halfway underwater dog paddling. Yes. No, I feel like bad. if you're dog paddling, you're already at least three quarters underwater. I guess if you're swimming at all, you're mostly underwater. Okay. My bad. My bad. All right. He was nine tenths underwater dog paddling. <laughs> so I saved him from being ten tenths underwater <laughs> of dog paddling. Uh, and then the other one, we were at Great Wolf, Wolf Lodge, and they have that uh, wave pool. Uh, which is pretty cool, by the way. Uh, but my 11-year-old was out there. He can swim just fine, but the waves came in. They were getting too tall. And I was watching him from the shallow area because I was with the littlest ones. 
and he starts having trouble so i get up and start going that way and then he yells help and all the lifeguards jump in for him i was like that works so what you were ultimately saying is you don't trust anybody else to watch your kids to keep them from drowning because they can almost drown under your watch just as easy. No, you can't. Hell, <laughs> they don't almost drown. They struggle. I got to let the fear of God get put into them. But no, I can't helicopter parent. You know, you got to let them get hurt. You got to throw them in the deep end every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. I just make sure they're not going to die. I feel like that is what a responsible parent does. There is three goals of parenting, in my opinion, is don't let them die. Don't let them go to jail. And don't let them get pregnant or get anybody pregnant until they're ready. I feel like food and shelter should be in there somewhere. I think those Seems basic like. human needs. No, those are responsibilities as far as, you know, keeping mm. someone alive. So that's as the minutia as, of the goal. So that's a smaller yeah, subset that's, of yeah, your goal. That, that has to happen yeah. to keep them alive, obviously. Okay. Come on. You can't read in. Nice try read into it. You have to do nine tenths of feeding. To keep them alive. <laughs> but no, you so, actually baby bird your kids, don't you? Yeah. Uh, you should see me help him with stuffy nose. That's just disgusting. suck that shit right out of there. <laughs> yeah, it's called a nose Frida. Like uh, the wife got one. Uh, her sister was out with an, her son and he had a really stuffy nose and it was really small nostrils. So they couldn't find a small enough nose bulb that would fit in there. So like, well, just try a nose Frida. They brought it back, and I'm just like, uh, uh, uh. they wouldn't do it. But I was like, oh, uh, uh. that's gross. Oh my god, it was horrendous. Like, why would you even? I mean, I imagine that's what they did back in the olden days. You know, like the 80s. No, there was a whole bunch of kids that died back then in the 80s. Yeah, um, they didn't used to even like give kids names until they were at least a year old because yeah. the mortality rate. I think we should. Yeah, stick there with was. That. They're, went, they're actually bringing that back because they want them at one year old to decide whether they're male or female. There's this, there's this place. Out there. <laughs> I thought you just stopped for a uh, second. I was looking at an old cemetery up in Harmony, Pennsylvania, which is up kind of by the New York border. And we were looking for other stuff that was there. Like we were doing this project called the Billion Graves Project, where uh, people take pictures of the headstones and then transcribe them so that you can essentially search ancestors and whatnot. Um, it's, I don't know. It's a good way to spend an afternoon, I guess. It sounds kind of boring, but my kids love it. Anyway, so um, sounds very. Boring. I would say that there were like maybe 20 or 30 headstones that we found that said like baby Smith or baby Johnson or something like that. Baby Ruth. There was no baby Ruth. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they don't bury candy bars up there. It's just the wrappers. Anyway, I found the South park. Rule. It's 22.3 years before you can make fun of yes. something. So oh, Holocaust is way past. So that. December 29th of 2023, nine 11 will be funny. According to South park. Okay. I can, I can get behind that. Saying. That's what they said, and the the whole reason it came about was it was the it was the episode of called uh, Jared has AIDS, and it was Jared Fogle from uh, Subway from Subway, and uh, they were I guess it's, uh, satirizing, satirizing. Yeah. They were making satire out of him. Uh, yeah, and and AIDS, and so they were making fun of. <laughs> and AIDS, AIDS is funny. That's yeah, because for it's twenty two point three years. So. It's, Yes, yeah, so everybody was like, "Oh!" And he was like, "That's too. It's not too soon anymore." Twenty two point three. I would years. never make. It would never be too soon for Gerald. Fo, Gerald that dude, he touched kids and shit. So he's in jail. Fuck him. Let him die of AIDS. Well, all right. So it wasn't him that was funny. It was the AIDS that was funny. Anyway, uh, well, I'm just saying in general. I him, think him having AIDS is karma. I guess so. It's funny. Well, it's A I D E S. AIDS like assistance. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's his play does. 
Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Actually, oh, yeah. somebody was actually in that episode, someone was campaigning, all kids should have AIDS. And they were like, oh my gosh. They're like, no, they need helpers. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, AIDS is just post him. But now I actually met that dude, Jared Fogel. We did, uh, I was at one point in time before Fogel, uh, Subway had Subman. It was a superhero sandwich. Literally, it was just a subway sandwich with a cape I actually wore the costume every now and then for would you it. say he was a hero yeah <laughs> it was a sandwich joke the g was silent <laughs> the g was silent the here go <laughs> but no so after that faded out I actually met jared fogel one time uh weird dude definitely right off the bat but go figure yeah mm. well i wasn't young Super enough apparently. yeah he was all handsy i didn't get it it's like, oh, this guy's really nice. Turns out I could fit right into one leg of his pants. <laughs> it was awkwardly comfortable for both of us. So I think Josh has found some fun facts for us today. They are FFs, by the way. And they are sweat. Did I use that right? Mm-hmm. Probably not. I hear sirens. Me too. Because I used the word sweat? Apparently, there was a fatality not too far from here last night. Actually, three fatalities in one vehicle. Did they fully drown? Wow, that's unfortunate. They were 10 tenths underwater? No, uh, they were 10 tenths impacted with stationary objects. I don't know if that works. Like, It sounds like someone just fired a cannon full of forks at them. No, he said stationary objects. The forks would be in motion at that point. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. So they just the impaled themselves up on forks. So if they were Trees, launched out of a buildings. cannon into okay. stationary forks, then yes. <laughs> I think we found him. I think that should be the death penalty now. <laughs> I don't know how you figured that out from his small statement, but it was actually a silverware factory. So. <laughs> That's really convenient. Actually, oh, damn it. It's not been 33.2 years. 22.3 years. That's all right. I'll allow Let me it. put that on the calendar. <laughs> yeah, we can we will meet back the, here. And whatever math it takes to make that date happen, uh, to make fun of the it's silverware factory. 22.3 years. For the actual date. 22.3 years. <laughs> from now. Uh-huh. From yesterday? Yes. Yes, it beats me yesterday, so we were way off. But no, speaking of that, I actually was the first one on the scene of a crash for a vehicle that was impacted by a non-stationary object it's not a fun fact it is when you think that it was a car that was hit by a train that was crazy first time i went into shock that was cool yeah you went into shock because you were the first one on the scene yeah i was like 16 years old and it was bodies folded in half and ripped apart and stuff i'm like wow that's one of those things i got in my car and i couldn't figure out how to drive home just because i was like uh Sounds like, sounds like they got railroaded. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's been it's been twenty two point three years, so yeah. we could do that. Yeah, that was punny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. It is punny as hell. So we'll go through some of these fun some FFs. I almost ruined it, Darren, because you you ruined it. God, you're so what I do. You said fun facts fully instead of FFs. Well, the guy could be Follow Friday. Is that a thing? Is that is that like yes a thing? It's a thing. For Twitter, is it it was, like if you listened to some of the things I was talking about in earlier podcasts, we have Follow Friday where we list the podcasts we listen to and follow. Oh, and our name ends up on the list of some other ones. That's right. Yeah, I don't listen to a lot of things you say. So that's I true. try really hard to, but you're really boring. I know. 
Even during this. That's why I forget most of what you say. <laughs> no, I kid, I kid. But, um, but yeah, so fun facts. Uh, some of these may not be fun. They just may be facts. <laughs> I'm guessing probably most of them. <laughs> I don't know. Chairman Meow killed exactly two point number. <laughs> <laughs> Is there an actual number you know? I, no, I don't know. Just... I was just uh, pointing out that those are your type of fun facts. Well, I literally had like the 10 minutes before you got here to figure something out. So, uh, Darren, your first one was pretty, pretty interesting. Wombats, right? Yep. Are the only animal that poops cubes. I, so I've heard that. I, I've and they mark their territory them. by stacking them. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Is that true? That's the fun fact. Those are, those are nature Legos. <laughs> yeah, you left that part out when you told me about the cubes. They're Lincoln logs minus the log. Yeah. Are, are, do you know what the consistency is like? Probably hard enough to be cubes. Yeah. I don't think you got, you know. I don't think a river of poo is going to be cube form unless, yeah, because he'd have to sure, literally but dig like, a cube into the dirt and then fill it up. It's like that little space critter from... Uh, Oh, what was that cartoon? Futurama. That like crap dark matter. Yeah. yeah. And the whole Perfect. ship cannon to the yeah. side when it would yeah. go in the litter box. Yeah. In space though. Yeah. You can't decide in space. It's like I'm not a I'm not a physicist here, but that seems well, like it wouldn't How work would that you way. recommend demonstrating the density of that visually otherwise? On Earth. Yeah, that works great Earth. in space when they're on a ship. Yeah. Yeah. Well they they could have done differently. <laughs> Futurama is actually set on a spaceship. <laughs> no, it's, not. it's on earth in the future and then they have a spaceship have you not seen the show mm-hmm. and they're just really fancy delivery boys half of the episodes are in space i don't think they are i've seen a bunch of episodes where <laughs> well just, just their hands are in space <laughs> yeah nine tenths of, <laughs> nine tenths of them are on earth just their hands are in space one tenth <laughs> all right all right so three presidents all founding fathers john adams thomas jefferson and james monroe all died on july 4th on the same July 4th? or s- Two of them Two died of them. on the same July 4th. Was it in the same accident? They were in a duel. Did they? Did they uh, <laughs> I don't have they enough both lost. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I remember hearing something about that. Uh, something about being hit by a stationary object? I think they had a big falling out, those two. And one was, they were both on their deathbed. And I guess they sent a message back and forth somehow uh, through AIDS. It's probably through Twitter. <laughs> they tweeted at each other. Yeah. And I guess uh, the one passed, and the other one forgave him. Like I guess after he was already after, dead, didn't know he was dead yet. Uh, but and then he passed because the postal system runs about the same speed now. Yeah. But the, but the other one it runs went just to the f- grave, hating that other yeah. one. Right? <laughs> it, it runs just as fast as the British are coming. Uh, the Barbie doll's full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. I believe that's named directly after. The daughter of the creator, right? I don't know. That's a fun myth. Yeah. Uh, did you know there's not actually 57 varieties of Heinz ketchup? I didn't know that there were supposed to be. I thought 57 was like similar to WD-40. I thought it was just like the 57th recipe. That's what I'm saying. There's Either way, that's not true. Um, literally, the founder of the company just thought it should have a number, and he liked the number 57. Also, so he just went, he was just like, yeah, all right, that's Heinz 57. Yeah. Heinz 3 just doesn't have yeah. the same yeah, ring to that's, that's true. Heinz 3,645. <laughs> My favorite number, by the way. Yeah. My favorite number, by the way. Um, 
But yeah, also the 57 is on the bottle in the perfect spot. You should tap it to get the ketchup to come out. I did know that. I did not. You don't get boobs this big without knowing a trick or two about a ketchup bottle. Uh, I don't feel I thought like... you were going to say about knowing where to tap that. Yeah, well. That's good too, yeah. <laughs> the oldest person to ever have lived whose age could be authenticated was 122 years old. That's really impressive. That is pretty impressive. The Earl of Sandwich, uh, who lived in the 1700s, reportedly invented the sandwich so he wouldn't have to leave the table when gambling. Brilliant. That's old news, man. That's not a fun fact. Anybody who's eaten a sandwich has heard that story. You actually yeah. knew that? Love yes. sandwiches. Oh, I didn't know that. I you know, know, my wife, uh, so we'll, we'll have conversations. My wife hates, hates sandwiches. Why? I'm the polar opposite. I'll make everything into I a sandwich. I turn everything into a sandwich. Yeah, I'll be at Thanksgiving dinner. Everybody give me some of those rolls, the turkey, boom, sandwich. You put a little mashed potato gravy on there. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really matter what it is. If I have some type of bread, I'm going to turn it into a sandwich. That's going to happen. Me too. But Leslie hates sandwiches. Like Don't we have know, pork chops, know. everything. She's, even Cello says, oh, you're just going to make pork chop sandwiches, aren't you? I feel like I make more things into a taco. They do use at least one piece of bread. Tacos are the Mexican sandwich. Yeah, true, well, except for they do have sandwiches, but right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so like bothers. eating a eating a whole pizza, fold the damn thing in half, start chewing. <laughs> Please don't cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave it, leave it like that. My my daughter, I, I made some Totino's pizza the other day for the kids. The and, best, uh, and my daughter. Fold it in half. She was like, "Look, Dad, it's a pizzaco." And I was like, "Yeah, pizza girl, you're gonna be fat as hell when you get older." <laughs> <laughs> I never came up with pizza. Just, like, just like your daddy. Uh, it's a tatsa. <laughs> the oldest known land animal is a tortoise named Jonathan, who is 187 years old. And still, does he have right a now. name tag? Probably. They just walk around. Jonathan. Yep, there he is. He's accounted for. Um. Yeah, he's been alive since 1832. Amazing. How do they know that? I mean, has he been in captivity? Was he like born in captivity? I don't know. Did they cut him and cut him in half? Count the rings. Yeah, yeah. Where does he live? Carbon dating uh, a turtle on an island, Saint Helena, Montana. In it's literally one tortoise on an island. That's, That's why he's still alive the, because there's no lady tortoises to nag him. Is that the Galapagos Islands? Uh, no, it's St. Helena Island. I know that. Where is that located? Uh, obviously. In it's, the water. <laughs> the Atlantic. I said it's that nine part. nine-tenths above water. Do you, do you want like GPS That's on the tallest or? mountain in the world. <laughs> Mount Fuji. <laughs> what do, do you want like latitude and longitude? Well, I'm just Will curious where you? it's I mean, off the Atlantic. Uh, That's like not off the Atlantic. It's in the Atlantic. Yeah, it's off of South Carolina. Huh. There you go. There you, thanks, Buck. You're welcome. Bats are the only mammal that can actually fly. They actually tried to use them to kill Hitler. <laughs> this was the incendiary thing, right? Yeah, it was. They they, they all went to roost. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the, the controls for the experiment were not in place when they started it. Because it would have worked great. Except for here in the United States. Do you know about this, Buck? No. The incendiary bats? So, no. Uh, they took a bunch of bats and attached... Uh, it was basically timed fuses, right? Something like that. Uh, with a thermite mixture, something like that, to them. Uh, the idea was to fly over with a dispenser of some kind, release the bats. They would 
fly down, roosted all the buildings. Release in Japan. the bats <laughs> and roosted all the buildings in Japan because it was all idea. wood and paper yeah. and yeah. And then after the timer or however it actually ignited, it would burn everything down. But during testing, obviously, just releasing these into the environment was a great idea. It flew. To, they flew to like the nearest town and burn it down. Sounds amazing. It's like those, uh, the military, uh, this used to be secret years ago. It's not anymore, but the, are you sure? Yeah. Oh, I'm certain. I've I've read it in the newspaper. It's been 22.3 years. Yeah. Because nothing classified ever ends up in the newspaper. That's true. But it was a, it was an army published (laughs) paper, but, uh, lots of of black lines. There was, uh, (laughs) there was, uh, uh, the army out in Yuma proving grounds was trying to develop a bomb sniffing bees. And they worked fantastic in controlled environments. They were able to flock to like any explosives and just swarm on them. And so the very first test they ever did in an unconfined environment, they took them outside and all the bees went directly to the explosives and then flew away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Found it later. Like it worked and they're gone. <laughs> it was a paper published by Bradley Manning. I guess it's pretty <laughs> I guess it's pretty tough to put leashes on all of them. I guess they have what a uh, giant rats or something like that in Australia that they've used to. to I have read bombs. that rats have been used to. Yeah, I think there was some study with like Harvard or Yale or something too about plants, which was really crazy. Being able to detect explosives, yeah, with plants. Pretty cool. I don't remember do all the details. You just plant them and wait a couple of years, and then they find them. No, whenever they they just sit. Whenever <laughs> they they're walking around, it's like oh, that plant alerted. Yeah. <laughs> Venus flytrap. Was there? Any, it just goes eats it. Yeah. <laughs> what was, all it was was they're using plants, or was there yeah, more? To there was it? Like uh, some research on how did they were using plants to identify? I guess the uh, particulates in the air. Oh, okay. So that they would react, wilt, or move, or some junk. All right, that's Sneeze. pretty cool. Put their leaves in their ears. Achoo. <laughs> what was that? That was the plant. Um. So yeah, I was going to say something. I can't remember what it was. That's probably fact number four. No, I don't. I don't have it now. The most common wild bird in the world is a red-bellied quayla, which lives in Africa. So that doesn't that that doesn't work. That's a great fun fact. That is done. That just there's the most of them in the world, and they all live in Africa. That's not the most common in the world. Sure, it is. I would say that if. They are the most prevalent in the world that would make mm-hmm. them the most common. No, most common in the world, I would think, would be like we walk outside and we see them like every freaking where. Well, if you live in Africa, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like uh, I mean, that that might be the, the difference between like a median, a mode and a mean, you know. So, yeah, they're maybe not as widely spread, but that doesn't mean they're not the most populous. Yeah. And I feel like the most common would be more of everywhere. There is more of them on the planet, yes, but I wouldn't say it's the most common. I don't know. That depends on how you. I feel like I'm describing that. exactly what I mean. <laughs> Not well, but he is like, describing. <laughs> like I know that the most common male name in the world, first name is Muhammad. Last name Wong. The or last Smith. name, the most common last name is Smith. Yeah, you never meet a Muhammad Smith. I mean, I'm sure they exist. <laughs> I, I, but those are two different parts of the world. I don't know a single Smith, actually. No, lots of Smiths, just not a Muhammad Smith. I don't know any Smiths. Any of you boys, Smitties, <laughs> or otherwise trained in the metallurgic arts? Oh, so <laughs> nice uh, reference. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Uh, I was telling you I watched Bill and Ted 
face the music, pretty good movie. But yeah. on Netflix, they have America, the motion picture. It's an animated, uh, basically movie, obviously. Um, that kind of got that from the motion picture mm, part. Right. It was a dead giveaway. <laughs> My bad. It was nine tenths there. Um, but yeah, it is awesome. Uh, it has all the historical events, just not in an order that makes sense. Um, Paul Revere's in there. Uh, he ends up becoming RoboCop when they fuse him with a horse because it's his best friend. Um, John, uh, Sam Adams is in there, and he invented beer back in the day. And George Washington Bless has you. chainsaw blades that come out of his sleeves, and that's how he fights. Pretty darn awesome. Sounds pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. I recommend watching it. Uh, but there is a smith in there. He's a blacksmith. And George Washington is calling him Mr. Smith. Does he go to Washington? No, but he's like, why do you keep calling me Mr. Smith? It's like, because it's your name. He goes, no, I'm a blacksmith. He's like, yeah, I, I got it. Mr. Smith. I'm trying to be respectful here. He goes, right. no. I. <laughs> Next fun fact. This is. Just- I thought that was fun. <laughs> I thought that was fun. I'm sorry. Uh, cows don't actually have four stomachs. They have one stomach with four compartments. I thought they were called chambers. Have you ever have you ever been to one of the places where they like have cut open the cow's side and put the plexiglass so you can see? Is it still alive? Yeah, yeah, that's fucked up. Oh, I'm cool with it. Obviously, that's <laughs> fucked up though. It's amazing what we the do. The cow's with just like oh, whatever. I'm just eating this grass. Yeah. it doesn't seem to mind. Wow, one of the most disturbing things I've seen they put a like a pipe into the cow's stomach where they were analyzing the digestive process, and somebody put one of those huge vet gloves on. And reach down the pipe and grab some of the sample from the stomach. So, huh. The cow is just That's there. barley like, grass. Ah. Yeah. Well, I imagine there's not a lot of nerve endings. The cow just starts st- gagging. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine there's not a lot of nerve endings in there. But that's crazy. Yeah. So I wonder who came with the idea. It's like, hey, I want to see how the stomach works. Let's put a window in this cow. That's a great idea. Probably a vet. <laughs> I had to get a vet and a carpenter involved in that. How would you put a window in here? Well, I'd use some number three wood screws. You know what? J- what's J-B-Wood. really interesting about cows? Uh, this hey, here's an FF. Uh, what's it really interesting about those cows is after it goes into the fourth chamber of the stomach, right? So my body can't break down grass the way that a cow's body or or any other type of cattle like a goat or whatever can break down that grass. But if I eat the grass out of that fourth chamber of their stomach, I can actually gain nutrients from it which is kind of disgusting, but that's that's an actual fact, right? And I was watching this show called Lost. Nope, not Lost. Alone, where these dudes just go to the Arctic oh, yeah. for 100 days. And everything. And this dude was surviving off of the contents of a yak's stomach. I think it was a yak. Speaking water of buffalo. Yak. It was a water Blah. buffalo. It was a water buffalo, and he had saved that. That was the last bit of stuff, and he was like, explain. he explained the process but behind with, with, you know, which it made it edible, and he was eating it, and he was like, oh, this is really, really sour. As he's eating it, I was just like, oh, man. <laughs> really? I, I imagine it's the stomach acids that really give it that tartness. Yeah. It's like, I don't think it's the malic acid they add to it. <laughs> what I wouldn't give for some Tums. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the bones. You just suck the marrow out of the bones. And he won a million bucks, so worth it i guess yeah i don't know he also, he also lost like 90 while well, i was about to exaggerate he did lose like 40 percent of his body mass that's good that's which good. sounds pretty decent for me right now i think we just found the the new gimmick for the biggest loser just, just go to the, to the arctic, arctic. And starve yeah. <laughs> it's like hey you'll figure out how to eat right 
Now that's a show. I would watch, <laughs> I would watch the shit out of that. But no, um, I know exactly what you're talking about. I watched one episode, and there was a everybody. A lot of those people, it's like, yeah, I've been doing survival stuff for a while and everything. There was only one guy, like. He showed up by himself, and he built a little house out there. He ended up having running water in it. So, question. Showed up by himself. Isn't the show, like, alone? Mm-hmm. It kind of implies by yourself. There is, I think they do one where it's like there couples. Was, there was one season where <laughs> they happened. To, so, I've seen every season. And they dropped them all. Yeah, they, they were dropped off maybe 15 miles away from each other, 20 miles away yeah. from each other. And they had to find each other. So there was one where it was called alone, yeah. but, a, but after like three weeks, they were together. Yeah, but uh, they both had to survive. But yeah, this one dude, he's out there. He built his like an actual house. Yeah. He had a he made a bed that was up off the ground. Swiss Family Robinson yeah. style. That he was when they did it. Was it was nuts, wasn't it? Because he yeah. built close enough to a river. He made an aqueduct system so he could actually have running water. He hand carved a whole bunch of like chess pieces and everything, and added a little chess game. He's going. The dude got bored and was like, I just want to go home. I kind of miss my wife. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he, like, had, he had like a stocked refrigerator. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he literally like it was amazing. Like everyone else is out there struggling. It's like, oh, it's too wet here. We got to move. And he's just like, man, I guess I should carve chess pieces and play against yeah. myself since I can't make a working TV. I mean, he already covered the telephone out of coconuts. So they're very prevalent. in The, you got Arctic, the blueprints the off Gilligan's Island. Exactly. He could have built it. He probably could have built his own boat and sailed back on his own. He should have been running around pretending it was a horse. (laughs) (laughs) Not two halves of coconut. (laughs) No, that dude was nuts. Like, yeah, he was an old guy too. I want to say he was like sixty or something like that. So compared to everybody else, compared to everyone else, he was like super old. Like, so I don't remember. Do they get any type of tools or supplies they're able to bring in for themselves? Yeah. They have. A, I think there's a list of like 30 things, and they're allowed to choose 10 of them. Okay. What that one dude bring? Do you remember? I don't remember. I've slept since then. He brought like a shoestring and a knife, and that's it. And then he built a like, house. I don't need that other stuff. He showed up and just traded up. It's like, I'll trade the moose for a polar bear. I don't know. But, <laughs> but, uh, so eating a puffer fish can kill you. Everybody knows that. Unless you cut it correctly. Well, it has to be prepared correctly, and you have to be, like, super well-trained. But it's tetrodotoxin. To it prepare it. Uh, you have to be trained. <laughs> well, you I actually mean, don't I, have to be trained very well to eat it. <laughs> yeah. I have that naturally. Just eat around the poison parts. Um, but apparently, uh, one puffer fish uh, can kill 30 people. And I'm surprised this hasn't been used in like terrorist attacks. They use it in the serpent in the rainbow to make zombies. I don't know if that's how tetrodotoxin works. It's an ingredient in the stuff, man. I feel like somebody probably at some point in time, maybe not a, a mass attack, but probably like dipped some arrows in it and shot them at someone else. Maybe. I feel that's probably happened. Didn't you ever watch the serpent in the rainbow? No, I don't even know what you're talking about with that. You, you watch know? The Serpent in the Rainbow? Mm-mm. It's about that uh, professor went to Haiti and actually found the little the zombie powder and found that it contained tetrodotoxin. Is this a true story? Yes. Really? I want to say his name was Wade Hayes, but that might be wrong. Are you sure it wasn't Smith? Wade Smith? That sounds right. Yes. I'm sure his first name wasn't you Muhammad? You never even heard of it. I know. <laughs> so, no, no, it was definitely this. It's because it's the most common name. I got a one in ten chance. It's because there used to be a lots of Smiths and 
the origin of last names comes from. Oh, no, I understand. You're going to tell me about the etymology of Smith? Yeah. Yeah. They all have cloacas. Goldsmiths, blacksmiths, silversmiths, uh, we et cetera. Already, mosquitoes are the deadliest, deadliest animal in the world, which I don't They're think not is an accurate. Animal. Yeah. They're True. an insect. The deadliest animal in the world is hippopotamus. And I don't think they're really the deadliest. I feel like they carry the stuff that is deadliest. They're most infectious for the deadliest things. The biggest vector. That sounds like that a works. very good uh, like gun control argument. It's not exactly the mosquito's fault. It's what it's carrying that it's fault. Yeah. Everybody's dying. Just drops so it's not exactly you. the criminal with the gun. It's the gun's fault. He did yeah. not die of gun poisoning. It was lead poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to stop people from getting bullets. You can have all the guns you want. Um, but yeah, I mean, they carry what? Malaria, dengue fever, all this stuff. And it's not like, like these different mosquitoes fly around. And it's like, I want dengue to give these bastards that keep putting what was that? poison in my water. Wow, what was that thing a couple years ago that going to tropical areas? You were talking about the... Uh, encephalitis or what? Uh, you're talking about um, the, the kids that have what if you're pregnant the, the, the children end up with like the small oh yeah I know what you talk about um, it starts with a B and I'm forgetting what it's called right now but yeah I know what you're talking about because you'd see the signs uh, Ebola Borellos. that wasn't Ebola no Borellosis or something like that maybe I don't know what you're no. talking about it was crazy no I know what you're talking about yeah you uh, the parents would contract it and it was they wouldn't show any signs and the kids would be born with serious birth defects yeah I can't remember the name of it. There's actually a big uh, argument in uh, the Weiss family because um, two of them, or well, not two of the people in the family, but uh, one of the women, I can't remember what the relation is, cousin or something like that, got married and they went to Haiti uh, for mission stuff or whatever. And she ended up giving birth to, I think, two kids in Haiti, which was a hot spot for this. And everybody's like, are you? Hi, the Zika virus. That's Zika. It. Yes, I do recall that. Yeah, yeah, it's zombie powder found by Muhammad Smith. <laughs> what do Miss Piggy and Yoda have in common? They were voiced by Frank Oz. Wow, ruin it! I'm everybody. a Muppet fan, dude. Muppets do rule. The best Christmas Carol, the Muppet Christmas Carol, Psycho, the movie Muppet Treasure Island, too. Oh, great movie! Yeah, it is a good one. Psycho was the first movie to show a flushing toilet. They paved the way for jackass. Right. Oh, my God. That is terrible. Did you see the Shark Week part of that? No. So it Shark was, Week on jackass? Other way. Jackass crew showed up for Shark Week. Dude got bit by a shark on it. What do you think is going to happen at yeah. Shark Week? No. So they were doing all kinds of things. They had this actual scientist out there for Shark Week, and he kept telling them, it's like, like, what do you think of this? Was it I, Manny? No. Oh. Every time they asked the scientist what he thought of what they were going to do, he's like, that is a terrible idea. You are literally doing everything you're not supposed to do with sharks. So they end up, they had a guy on a wakeboard with a big tuna as bait tied to it. And he was, they were pulling him around with the shark chasing him. And that went well. So they're like, all right, we should jump the sharks with, a, with the wakeboard. So they, they chum the water and get a nice big feeding frenzy. He hits the ramp with the wakeboard and falls, lands in the water. And, oh, my God, it was crazy because I don't think they've ever recorded an actual shark attack. Do you know of any? But you no, see him hit really the water, and then the you see a shark him. just jump on him. Basically, uh, got him in the hand, uh, hit the artery and everything, and 
God bless all the medics and everything that were there. They drove over and just dove in after him. I'm they like, drove over? Yeah, on their jet skis. Oh. You drive them, right? Sounds I feel, right. I feel like they you drove them. them. Yeah, they were 10 tenths out of water when they did it. So, <laughs> And how did they propel themselves? Uh, with the doggy paddle? Then there had to be some tenth in the water. Don't give me that. <laughs> Don't give me that. But, yeah, uh, they ended up saving them. Everything was fine. But, jeez. It was crazy. Like, I had goosebumps watching What kind it. of shark was it? Uh, Hungry. I think it was just a reef shark. It was about five foot long or something like that. But, and then what's funny is uh, my brother-in-law, I don't know how that works. We're not related, but it's my wife's sister's husband. Does that make us brother-in-laws or does that yeah. make us? Yes, we've covered no, this No, it doesn't before. make you brother-in-laws. It makes you brothers-in-law. That's how it is, brothers-in-law? Yeah, the okay. brothers are plural. The law is singular. Okay. So it's, it's illegal. It's illegal. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we just watched this episode and then I guess Marco Polo's the big like video chat thing. You put all your friends or family in it and everybody just records messages. But apparently he got bit by a shark in North Carolina. Probably deserved it. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. But so the message was Colin got bit by a shark. Don't worry. It's nothing serious. So I jump on there. I'm like, what? He only lost one leg. I mean, what the, what the hell kind of message is that? He got bit by a shark, and then they nobody responded for like an hour after I ranted at him. But apparently, now I call bullshit on it. It was a baby shark that was just like, boom, 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 kind of bumping into him. Like, literally, it was like four or five inches long or some chunk. Couldn't even bite him. Where, how would they, could they tell it was a baby shark? It was going, do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was baby shark. There was no Jaws well music. Well sir. Yeah, instead of do, 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 do. Which is, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, that's the daddy nice. shark music. Then it goes, doot, doot, doot. It's just faster, I guess. More carefree. Mm-hmm. A couple you, octaves higher. Yeah. Um, let's see here. The green code in the Matrix was actually created from symbols in the code designer's wife's sushi cookbook. That was really hard to say. It's kind of hard to understand. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? One of the most famous movie lines in history was never actually said. And uh, it's often quoted as, play it again, Sam, from Casablanca. But the real line is, play it, Sam. Play as time goes by. Hmm. There, there are several misquotes in movies like that. Yeah. Like, Luke, I am your father, never said. Yeah, I know, which blows me away. I'm like, no way. That's got to be the Mandela effect thing because it's pretty, I get misinterpreting it, but it, there was nothing even close to that. Yeah, it was, it was, yes, I am your father. Yeah, but not Luke. Or no, it's no, I am your father. No, I am your father. Yeah, but there was no Luke. I am your father. Yeah, it's I mean, you just pretty distinctly different though. Bit. Yeah, but, but in order to, for the world to think it was Luke, it. I am your father is kind of crazy. It's just like the uh, Sinbad played a genie, which I swear he did. But after we talked about it for a while, I really think it became more. I think he played an Arabian, something like that at one point in time throughout his career. And it just kind of turned into a genie in my brain because everybody's like, no, it was Shaquille O'Neal. I'm like, no, that's Kazam. Uh, Sinbad played a completely different genie. Oh, that was Shaq Fu. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, we got to do a Mandela effect one because I am. I We've am, already done it. You're just remembering it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me that shit. 
All right, uh, the wedding of Princess Diana and Prince Charles, which they were a great couple, not, uh, was watched by 750 million people worldwide. You know, this actually really baffles me that people in this country would give a shit about a royal <laughs> couple in, in England. Who cares? She's I don't the know, Princess of Wales. Anytime, I, I don't care who it is, anytime I see like, oh my gosh, this happened to the royal family, I'm like, oh, I give exactly zero shits. <laughs> like di- didn't like my ancestors i mean i my actually my family came here after 1776 so uh but didn't the founders of this country okay 1776 like isn't the big deal there was a whole period of time around there i know i get it i understand that's that's just when they declared independence and then yeah. after that was actually the fighting against the country so blah, you guys blah, blah. didn't yeah. come with columbus and your family didn't come here before no, my the uh, Ham- Hamels come to this country around uh, the the beginning of the 1800s, like 1807, 1808. That's when my people come here. I don't know about on my mom's side, about on my dad's side. That's when they they come to the U.S. Right, and those are the only important ones. I've met your exactly. mom. Well, my actually, uh, my mom. Uh, there, there are a lot of Native Americans on my mom's side of the family, so they were here for a long time. So yeah, so a really you were long here. time. You were In here fact, though. they used to, they probably used to have land over here before my dad's yeah. family kicked them off. Anyway, um, actually, it wasn't his family because it came later. Anyway, that's also in that movie. It's pretty funny. But um, <laughs> but like, didn't they like kill a whole bunch of British dudes so that we wouldn't have to worry about with some monarchs thought thousands of miles away? Well, I mean, they were justified. We threw all their tea in the harbor and you know how they feel about their tea. Mm-hmm. I hate it when my tea bags get all soaked. I know. <laughs> But, Man, you guys need to uh, watch that movie because so they're going to teabag America. So I really don't get at all why anyone gives a shit about what happens in in the the queen of england's family i don't i don't don't get it at all then again i don't understand why the kardashians are famous so i mean i get why no i don't never mind i don't get it either i did hear really funny i remember when their wedding i was a kid and uh when johnny carson was still showing your head somebody on there and he was like come up with this wedding song for prince charles and lady diana and all I remember is the chorus, which was drink up, drink up, drink up, chuck it and die, <laughs> <laughs> which nice. still sticks to me or sticks in my memory to this day because it was really funny. Had to be there, I guess. Yes, that's funny. <laughs> uh, there are no muscles in your fingers. Their function is controlled by muscles in your palms and in your arms. Huh? So no matter how much you try, Buck, you can't work. There's lots out. of fat in my fingers. <laughs> That's tissue. Blow your nose in it. Uh-huh. That's you. <laughs> uh, the hardest working muscle in your body is your heart. Duh. I knew that. Yeah, I don't even need to fucking read Stupid that next. Right. That's not a fun fact. That's, a, that's an unfun fact. They say it's impossible to hum while holding your nose. Well, then what's the... I hear in your throat, I guess. Uh, would that be a hum still? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I mean, you, it's not as good. Well, I don't know, man. Well, you, I think the, you, get, the you hum, do give a real good hummer. <laughs> Much like talking requires the passage of air and mm-hmm. humming with your mouth shut and closing off your nose would just, by common yeah. sense, impede. But did you not hear the noise I was making? My was nose was closed, though. but it's still a hum, right? <laughs> You're still, until, until my mouth gets full of air, because I can still pass it through it. I was still humming, That's though. It. Sounds like you're swallowing. <laughs> I feel like 
You yeah, always right. do that when you give Hummers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Waste not, what not. <laughs> now you just got to sneeze with your eyes open. Which is also possible. <laughs> I can do like a hum whistle thing. With your nose plugged? No. Oh, then who cares? Look, check this out. Oh, be amazed. <laughs> Darren does the best cricket ever. My car does that when the window's not up all the way. <laughs> I don't feel like that's true. I, I mean, they talk about it's impossible to lick your elbow. I get darn close. But I got to stretch a lot first and usually have the help of like four people. I wonder if somebody would like to do with the longest tongue in the world if he could lick his own elbow. Like Gene Simmons? Yeah, maybe he could. He can lick a lot of things. All right. That's not what I was talking about, though. <laughs> uh, the Earth's circumference is 24,900 miles. I thought it was the equator. <laughs> does it does it matter where you measure the circumference, whether or not there's a mountain in there? Ooh. Oh. Is it measured at sea level? That's a good point. Well, it depends. Are you, yeah, Josh. Are you where's the, the tallest mountain or not? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's from NASA, though, so I'm sure they have a little bit more detail if anyone cares. I don't. Somebody, I, I remember learning from, like, there was a guy who used to be an astronaut that came to my school when I was a kid. Don't remember his name. Not important. But he said, like, he, he showed us a racquetball. I remember he had a racquetball in his hand, and he was like, this has more bumps on it than if you were to take the Earth and shrink it to this size. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, so if you take all those massive mountains and everything, still smoother than this ball here my mind was blown out if it's true or not yeah because it if you take the well, circumference water. around the poles or the equator is there a difference it's a good point because I, I don't know. think the the earth is completely spherical isn't it no slightly it's like sputnik oblong spherical yet quick pointy in parts heed <laughs> move get up and get the paper if you can haul in that gargantuan cranium about <laughs> Crying his eyes out tonight on his huge pillow. <laughs> if you were able to take out an adult's human blood vessels and lay them out end to end, they would be about 100,000 miles. How very Hannibal Lecterish. How many times does that go to LA to New York and back? <laughs> uh, I'd say 100,000 miles? <laughs> 32. I don't know how factual that is. Then it's in. It's a fun fact that may be made up. I just like those. About the uh, 32. The 32s, I don't know. I, right. I like that when, when people do stuff. Like, you know, the, it's interesting about the the use of the veins. Uh, I think it's really interesting about that kind of stuff. But generally speaking, people are like, that's enough to go to the moon and back nine times. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> there is enough guacamole eating during the Super Bowl, enough to fill up an entire football stadium. Which there's a lot of different football stadiums, different sizes. Is that European football or American football? I am eleven licorice whips tall. <laughs> Remember, was, we got those pretty dark those, close. It's thirty five times. Good job, thirty five point eight licorice ropes. It worked. Those were so good. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of myself. I said thirty. They were delicious, and they were fun to whack people with. Did you whack people off with them? Whack uh, people. I didn't whack them hands? off. I whacked them on. Their backs. They're stuff. gonna whack me. They're gonna walk off me. They're gonna whack me off. That was a um, Family Guy yeah. screwed up quote. Yes, it was. Well, it's close. <laughs> oh, so there. I roughly ex- quote. I don't know if I said this one. I don't think I did. Did I say the Tootsie Pop one already? 
We were talking about that before Bug Guy. Okay. Uh, they have actually held formal experiments at universities to see how many licks it takes to get the center of a Tootsie Pop. With machines and humans, the results mm-hmm. ranged from 252 to 411. The 411 was absolute maximum. That's going to depend on where you lick the, t- the Tootsie Pop, right? Because the Tootsie Pop also has that ridge that comes around, which I don't is know. significantly that, thicker well, than the rest. Well, it's to get to the center. So it doesn't say to completely consume it, just to get to the center. When they say to the center, that's to just to the Tootsie. I imagine roll it's just to the inside. Tootsie Pop, yeah. The right. Tootsie well, part. I'm. I, I was actually just talking about this with my daughter the other day. I didn't know that there was some. Test yeah, near that I, I always thought it was three. I told her that she should do that for her program. science experiment next year. Uh, but specifically, what I said was like, "Oh, this is going to be dependent." I. I mean, I don't know for sure because I've never been to the Tootsie Pop factory, but I would imagine that little wad of Tootsie roll in there is probably not completely spherical. So it depends on which section you come in from well that's why there's angle of attack there's a level of variable in there that 200 some to 400 some you know what really depresses me about that is they probably had a federal grant for this federal probably yeah we were talking about how we wanted a federal grant to see how many chickens can kill an elephant so i feel like the tootsie pop one is way more justified than ours i disagree uh (laughs) justified because we need to know the answer to that the chicken and elephant one. I just really want to know the answer to that. And why is it that we need to know? Because a cartoon owl said three. Yeah. So we need no, to find said, out if that guy was three. a liar. Well, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he was a liar, but I've never. Oh, far be it from a cartoon character to not spit the truth. Well, he's so sweat. So, I mean. And I agree with the owl's conclusion that the world may never know. True. I accept um, that result. Yeah, even but after even after seeing these studies, I would do it in three, because it'd be like mm, mm, crunch. Or does the crunch sound as a? Lick? That doesn't really count though, because how many licks does it take? Because it's know. not the lick that's getting it to the center; it's the crunch. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it'd be, well, would you count the crunch as a lick, or would you? Anyway, it doesn't fucking matter. Then it would be called a lick and not a crunch. Uh, the longest fingernails ever. Ugh, that dude were 20 feet long. Feet? 20 feet 20 feet all long. of them combined uh no i don't know i remember seeing it was an american that. too so yeah started growing them in 1979 and set the record in 2008 and he and he cut them off and donated them to a museum i think no, she lost her nails in a car crash in 2009 <laughs> Too bad she has to wipe her own butt now. I'm going to go political on this because I can almost guarantee she was on welfare because who the hell's going to hire that thing? The origin of the word sinister reflects a historical bias against left-handed people. Darren? Just because I'm left-handed, I'm sinister? Obviously. It comes from the Latin word for left, which was also seen to be unlucky or evil. (laughs) <laughs> you evil, sinister, unlucky son of a bitch. That's me. There is not a letter Q in any U.S. state name. Cool. Is there a Z? No. Uh, there is two. Yes, there is Arizona and G- Jersey. J and Z are the only ones. Did you say and Jersey? <laughs> 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 yeah, there's a Z in that. It's silent. No, it's not. It's Jersey. You hear it? It's spelled phonetically. Z. New Jersey. <laughs> there's like nineties in it. 
<laughs> it's true. Uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to make it up here. What was that one about the blue whale heart weighs 400 pounds? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And the human heart weighs like 10 nine ounces. ounces. Yeah. And an elephant's heart weighs 30 pounds. Man. It's a lot of heart. That's a lot of blood. It is. A 300-pound heart. Boom, boom. Imagine I could put my entire arm right through one of its. You'd be like cholesterol in a whale heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so John Steinbeck, right? Of mice, said and men. right. of mice and men. Uh, his dog actually chewed up and ate an early version of the book. Uh, he, he, <laughs> so his dog did eat his homework. That's what yeah, it comes yeah. from. Yeah, it's his his uh, his publisher was like, "Where's your book? Uh, my my dog ate it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, his quote was, "I was pretty mad, but the poor fellow may have been just acting critically of the book." Uh, among lost works, the story might be even worse. Ernest Hemingway's first wife, Hadley, left a suitcase full of the author's writing on a train. When she went back to get it, it was gone. Uh, never seen anyone hurt by a thing other than death or unbearable suffering, except Hadley when she told her husband. Wow, oh, no, that's stupid. Never mind. I'll stop. That was a great story. So his wife lost some of her literary work. His literary work. It sounds like all of it. wonder if it's ever been recovered. Yeah, by someone else who put their name on it. Or recovered it and then said, like, hey. Uh, First time we wrote this, yeah. they go, yeah, right. Anyways, the original title for Pride and Prejudice uh, was First Impressions. I don't think it's Pride you say and Prejudice. Is it Prejudice? You said there was like a D it's, it's or a bef- T in the Yeah, end. It's Prejudice, like, right? But I don't know. Prejudice, priest? I don't know. I was actually thinking Benedict Good Arnold man. there for a minute. Post-Judas? Yeah. Sorry, I'm just reading them now to myself. I hope everyone Good likes call. the silence. Good call. Let me just read this stuff to myself instead of talking about it. Uh, German chocolate cake doesn't come from Germany. Those bastards. It's actually named after saying German. Mm. It's like French fries. Who created the France. chocolate, yeah. Oh, I mean freedom fries. Sorry, freedom fries don't come from France. Did you? Do you guys remember when that thing was happening? Oh, yeah. yeah. My mom was a big-time freedom fry eater. She was like, she refused to call them French fries. Hilarious. It's like, hilarious. It's like, mom, you're wearing your ignorance. Actually, on your I shirt. do know why they're called French fries because they're French cut. Just like uh, green beans. You, you mean get French cut Julian? green beans. Uh, I, I don't think they're Julian. Okay. They're French cut, right? I don't it's know. It's a French cut potato. I don't know. I, I, I know that the French dip is named after a dude. I just figured the French fry was also named after a dude. The Hawaiian pizza was created in Canada by a Greek dude. Seems right. Uh, there was a this, guy. This feels appropriate here because we've talked about this. Uh, fuck you, Canada, for making Hawaiian pizza. All uh, right. Oh, I should preface that. Uh, cover your kids' ears. The uh, There was a guy I worked with who was Hawaiian, and uh, we would make sure that we went out of our way to say that we were going to order Hawaiian pizza, and he would flip. He would be livid, like legitimately angry that we were calling pizza that had pineapples and ham on it Hawaiian. And uh, one time he even 
suggested an alternative pizza that's Hawaiian pizza with just spam all over it. He's like, now that's Hawaiian. <laughs> I would get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> that actually did a paper on spam root. for college. Yeah, that and taro root. Um, this is actually new. Uh, the Fruit Loops cereal, the individual loops, uh, different colors aren't different flavors. No, I wouldn't Everything's think so. Everything's flavored exactly That's the same. not new. I wouldn't have thought that they were different flavors. I've never eaten one by itself, so I thought they he were. He eats them by the... Yeah. Like Cookie Monster. Yeah, I would have thought they were the same flavor. Same thing with Skittles. I would think they're probably the same flavor, too. Because you don't eat just one Skittle. She's like, oh, here's the half of the bag. Yeah. Oh my God, they ruined Skittles with that apple flavor. When they made, they changed the green. It used to be lime, and now somebody's it's phone ringing. Stupid apple. Mine's not. Not me. Maybe I'm just um, had a stroke. Yeah. Remember when? Flurm. <laughs> so That's stroke talk right there. I am old school M and M's fan too. I hate blue M and M's. I think that they have no business in the bag. But there's no flavor difference, right? Yeah. I guess it, if you can taste blue 37, then yes. Well, I'm just saying, aesthetically, you don't like it. But if you I don't eat care them for like it. a normal human being where you just tear a corner off the bag and pour them in your mouth. I do not like the blue ones. I don't think the blue ones should have ever made it. When we voted on it, I didn't vote for the blue one. You're blacist. Okay. That's blue racist, right? Sure. Uh, no, because yes. I like Smurfs. Smurfs are awesome. You're gross. And so are the gummy Smurfs. Gummy Smurfs are pretty good. Yeah. You never had no. gummy Smurfs? Obviously not. Do you, you remember? Do you remember? Just possibly had it and don't remember. Do you it's remember possible. what color the blue M and M replaced? I don't eat M and M's very often, but I would have to say orange. No, orange M and M's still exist. Okay, then I don't fucking know. Brown. And you're thinking I thought to yourself, they still existed. They do. There were two different color, shades of brown. There was a light brown and a dark brown. They got rid of the Ooh, light brown. I remember that. Yeah, that has been a while. Now but you remember the Skittle one. It just. Makes me so angry because it changes the entire flavor. <laughs> Damn you, Skittles! It does. It changes the entire flavor of the bag, and it the apple is just overpowering. So I literally pick the green ones out. I won't eat them anymore. I wonder if that's a common. They're not ripe yet. Yeah, they're very sour. I wonder if that's common with the Skittle community. They're just know. lunatics. <laughs> oh my god! You want to piss off somebody that loves Skittles? Take a bag no. of M and M's and pour it in there. Yeah, that would. Well, I guess if you're, I mean, if it's peanut M&M's, whatever, but you're talking about plain M&M's. I'm just talking about M&M's in general. Um, ah. I forget who it was. Somebody, somebody absolutely loves Skittles. I can't remember who it was. Everyone? And you just we, quoted everyone. No, no, no. Like, would eat a bag of Skittles, like a large bag of Skittles in a week, every week. Like, he probably, okay. he might be dead now. It's a great and story. Every now and then, somebody would sneak a bag of M&M's in there and just dump it in there, and he'd be eating, and you want to see somebody lose their shit. It's a, like, he would literally just open the bag and chuck it at people. You have an like, amazing amount you? of detail for not knowing who the person is. But, uh, like, well, I remember the situation. I didn't care I don't for even person, understand so why, I mean, unless it was just plain m because plain M&M's look similar to Skittles. Yeah. But if you're talking about a peanut butter M&M, which is the greatest. No, M&M, no, it's just regular caramel, M&M's. Caramel M&M's. Car- caramel M&M's peanut are butter great. Ones are yeah, awesome. Do you know they make a uh, a layered M&M now? It has all the different ones. It's got I the, think they're all layered. They have a candy shell. No, no, shell, it's got chocolate. the chocolate, <laughs> the peanut butter, the the like little, the peanut, and even the little, what is it, like a wafer part or something like that? talking about the Rice Krispie ones? Is that what it, it might be that? Yeah, they have M&M's now that have all that in them. Cool. They're amazing. I didn't, I didn't know that. Oh, the wife Do you have to go something? to M&M World to get it? I don't think so. Is that a world? Is there a world for that? Yeah. It's oh. in, it's in, there's one in New York. There's one in London at the Piccadilly Circus. That. 
We should go there, though. Yeah, there's like, there's like a three-story M&M store. Yeah, because that's what everywhere... Yeah, we should go there. Yeah, every place needs three store, stories of M&Ms. I, have you been to... You realize that's like think- the U.S.'s contribution, right, to, to the world scene. The fact that, that there's a three-story M&M world in London. Yeah, it's worth it, man. It's like, thanks a lot, America. Yeah, mm. It's worth it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um Pound cake got its name because the original recipe required a pound of butter. each of butter, flour, sugar, and eggs. Huh. That's a lot of cake. That's delicious. But I it, wonder, was, I it wonder, was meant to was last that, for Was a that long the only time. four ingredients? Yes. <laughs> I kind of want to give that a shot to see if that yeah. tastes even edible. It's kind of like Sprite. It's lemons and limes. Well, I imagine it's pretty good <laughs> when you put a pound of sugar in something. Pound of eggs, though. Because usually I measure my eggs by quantity, not weight. Do you, I, I imagine you know the answer to this. Do you know the difference between jam and jelly? It don't yeah. shake like that? Yeah. <laughs> I, at least I'm, well, I'm guessing that, that jam has like all of the pulp and everything inside of it and jelly, it gets sifted out with a cheesecloth. That is, yes, very accurate. Uh, yeah. You jam everything Jam is in. mashed up fruit yeah. and jelly is fruit juice. Yeah. Jam is also... You might be hearing it being called preserves. Yeah. I was just going to ask if that was synonymous well, with preserve. Preserves are like jam, but made with more whole fruit. Marmalade is preserves made from citrus fruit. Mm. So I, guess, I love marmalade. I guess like strawberry, if you just use only strawberries, it's considered jam instead of preserves, just because I guess you have to have different fruits in there is kind of what it reads like. I think it means that it has bigger chunks. Like you go out of your way to have big chunks in it if it's preserves. Uh, Flaming Hot Cheetos was developed by a janitor at the Frito Lay factory. Thought you were going to say a gay dude. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> it was. I'm laughing. So the Flaming Hot I Cheetos. I can't were, say Hitler, but you can say that <laughs> it was. It was invented by a janitor. A gay janitor. <laughs> What, he just like put a whole bunch of Tabasco in it or something? Uh, chili powder on some rejected Cheetos and then pitched it to the CEO. He's now a successful executive and motivational speaker. So did it have That's to be awesome. rejected Cheetos? You well, couldn't like, gonna, use the ones that were still good? I was going to ask that. Like, how, What do you reject a Cheeto yeah, for? What right? If you look at them, there's no uniformity to any of those. Get out of here, little Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't meet the minimum Terrible size Cheetos. requirement. It's not crunchy enough. Well, I'm like it, a big grate that mm. shakes them, and all the ones that are too small that fall through. So I'm thinking in a bag. So I have actually toured on multiple occasions a potato chip factory, which also makes <laughs> cheese puffs, called Hers. <laughs> have you ever made Hers yours? No, I've been to his, but not hers. <laughs> so Hers is up. It's, at, it's she, her, they. Is that what it is now? I don't know. So Hers is a potato chip company and factory up out of Nottingham, Pennsylvania, which is like uh, five miles from my house, six miles from my house. Anyways, and uh, they give free tour. Actually, they started charging a dollar a tour now, but you go through you go through a whole tour and they show you how the pretzels are made and blah, blah, blah. And one of the things that they actually at one point, the lady or guy leading the tour, it's always been a lady for me. She goes in and gets like this massive cookie sheet. Oh, fresh hot chips off the line and hands them out to you. It's awesome. And then at the end of the tour, you get to take home a free 
a couple bags of chips because they always are experimenting with flavors. Are they but the rejects? All of the ones that are, well, this is the thing with their rejects with all of the, the chips and stuff that hit the floor. So maybe they were floor Cheetos, which is how the janitor got a hold of them. Maybe <laughs> but, <laughs> he but what, them up. what hers does is they sweep them up and then they own a, they also have a jerky processing factory. So they have an Angus beef farm just down the road from there. And they take all of those reject chips down to the beef farm and, Turn it into Their jerky. beef has to taste amazing. So they turn into cow chips. Mm-hmm. Nice. They do. But you put those kind of cow chips in your mouth. <laughs> you don't toss them. Did you know Coca-Cola makes a soup? Finally. Is it called Campbell's? Bistrone. Uh, it has two Is it carbonated? I don't freaking know. I think if you put it in a pan and heat it up. The biggest pizza ever created was 13,000 square feet. It's a lot of pizza. Where the, I mean, that had to have been a long, skinny pizza, right? Because if, you, if you're calling it one pizza, that must mean it has a continuous crust, which means it would have to go through the one oven. So it would have to be one of those conveyor belt ovens, and you're constantly assembling pizza on this side. I honestly don't know. I've seen uh, people do the um, the hot stone fires underneath them. Like yeah, build the fire and put the stones. How big of stuff. a fire? It would be. It would be out in the middle by the. You know, I imagine the fire was exactly thirteen thousand square feet. That's a massive fire. I could use some like Bunsen burner gas tubing. Could be. I'm sure there's a way to do it. I'm sure they did it a certain way. I don't think it was. I'm, just, I'm sure they, they did, did it a certain way. way. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I don't think they used the normal freaking pizza oven at like. Lido's or well, that's what I'm saying. Papa if you, John's or something like that, and they're just feeding it in. Quick, make it faster. Well, we'll so the, dom, the Domino's pizza oven, it's not the only one, but Domino's uses the pizza oven where you drop it in on one yeah, side it's a and it comes out it the comes other out, side. Yeah. So I'm saying. Like, I don't imagine it was just one of those where they're making a, just like a one foot wide pizza that ended up. Oh, well, you could fit like four foot wide through there probably. I mean, um, I don't know how big they make those. I probably should. <laughs> so this is pro- this is too soon. What is going on over there? I think the microphone was coming out. Yeah, it was coming out a little bit. Yeah. Nice. Giving some feedback. Don't worry. It's not testing, gay testing anymore. One, he two. pushed it back in. They're up and running. They don't like no feedback. We'll see. Um, so <laughs> the tallest building in the U.S., can anybody guess what that was? It's one, what it, it was. What it was. One of the World Trade Centers. Well, it, which stood at exactly 1776 feet. Was it World Trade One? Um. It was the one with the. It says really one huge World Trade on Center. So yeah, one, yeah. You know. <laughs> not both. And now, now it's the Freedom Tower, right? Uh, I don't know if. That's Pretty sure the Freedom Tower is bigger than either one of the other towers were. I don't know when this was uh, written. The Empire State Building in New York was the tallest building in the world uh, until yeah. 1971. Yeah, the Sears Tower. It was also the first building with over 100 floors, which kind of makes sense since it also became the tallest. Uh, wasn't there a plane that crashed into the Empire State Building at one time? I thought you were going to say the Trade Centers. I'm like, ah, duh. Still too soon. Yeah, we have a year and a half, Darren. Yeah, Jesus Christ, man. Whoa. Everybody knows George Bush Jr. was behind it, but shit, man. Oh, I'm pretty sure there was a plane. It was like a... Yeah, it was like a little Cessna or something no, small a, or something like, like a, that. It was World War II. It was trying to shoot off King Kong, right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was, a, it was a small plane that crashed into it, yeah. Uh, the first footprints on the moon will remain there for a million years. Uh, Unless you go up there with a broom and dust yeah. them off. Have, have you seen uh, the show Space Force? I have not, but it, I hear Very it's Very comical. 
Very is comical, it? yeah. Uh, and w- one of the things that they, they do is like they're launching a space force. They're going to occupy the moon, blah, 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 right? There's this whole thing going on about that. And uh, the Chinese are specifically going up there and trying to block the U.S.'s advancement. So I could just imagine that that's one of the things in space forces that they go and erase the, 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 <laughs> the footprints. footprints yeah. Look, you guys were never here. The flag that they say is waving. Like I'm sure if you just hold it up and let it go. Actually, it wouldn't stay like that because I know they ended up having to put they put a, a rod in it to hold it up because there is slight gravity up there. One-sixth of Earth's gravity. If I'm it's not one-tenth. No. It's not doing the doggy paddle mostly well, underwater. Yeah, but it's not just gravity that erases footprints, right? There's like no, I'm, wind, talking, I'm just talking about the rain. flag. Yeah. Well, a crater could hit there and just destroy a crater. A crater could hit. I was hit by a crater. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys practice this at work? No. What the hell is that? Whenever he says something stupid, we both go, ah. <laughs> I'm going to use that if I'm ever late to work again. I'm sorry, guys. I was on the way, but I got hit by a crater. <laughs> It's actually funny. Uh, it was not stationary. I, I, <laughs> this is a funny excuse that I used one time when I was late to work. I got it from my brother. It was uh, uh, I came in and the boss was like, "Why are you late?" And I was like, "30 minutes late." This is when I was in high school and I was a waiter. It's like whatever. It didn't really give a crap, you know. Yeah. And I was like, "30 minutes late." And he's like, "Why are you late?" And I was like, "Well, I was on my way. I was going to be on time, but as I was going over a bridge, there was a train going underneath it." And then just, I walked off <laughs> like that was a legitimate excuse. He didn't question me on it again. <laughs> He's like, brilliant. You got a raise, right? No. Uh, days on Venus are longer than years on Earth. It takes 243 Earth days to spin once. Um, and then it takes 225 Earth days to go around the sun. So Venus is like the monday planet <laughs> yeah <laughs> every day is like a venus day humans could never land on jupiter saturn or uranus or neptune because they are made of gas and have no solid surface that's why they call them the gas giants they call one a gas giant that's jupiter the other ones are gas planets that giant compared to earth whose phone is dinging that's gotta be josh it's not mine it's totally mine Sorry, I have to have the sound on to read. Uh, so I was watching a, an interview with Neil deGrasse Tyson, and somebody was talking about Uranus. And he, after the, so he starts talking about it, and he just keeps calling it Uranus, right? And he's like multiple times. And then, like, after the third or fourth time that the guy says Uranus, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson stops and looks at him and goes, How old are you? You do know that it's Uranus, right? It's not Uranus. Like, you understand this, right? I didn't know that. So my <laughs> he, teacher. He, like, he was like, it, it, it's fun to call it Uranus when you're eight, but you need to be grown up now. It's like in the middle of an interview, he stopped and scalded <laughs> this guy. Yeah, like most people don't know it's Uranus. I thought it was Uranus. Because well, it's a gaseous giant? <laughs> no, just in general. I thought that was the pronunciation. Just like mature versus mature. I Mathieu? thought it was Uranus. Yeah. Matia? What do you think? Did you think it was Uranus or did you think that's it was the way I've always heard it? Yeah, that's what I thought too. So I, guess I thought people just of- changed it because they didn't want the jokes. Mm. Yeah. Oh, they appreciate the jokes. My uh, that was one of my favorite jokes as a kid was about that. So what I does did- the Starship Enterprise and toilet paper have in common? What they both circle Uranus, wiping out Klingons. <laughs> <laughs> 
never heard that. <laughs> but you don't even have to make the jokes anymore. Everybody knows what they are. So when I did my Earth and Space finance class. Earth and Space finance? Yeah. That's not actually what, what it was. What the hell? <laughs> it's about, was this it's, one of your three degrees? Are you... Are, are you specifically campaigning for a job for with Jeff Bezos or something? <laughs> right? Yeah, if he listens to this, are you going to go fly a dick ship somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that, but I saw I saw pictures of uh for t-shirts made for that. Um but I hear it looks like a giant penis. It, it does, and it's hilarious that it's even it's even better that it's for Virgin Galactic. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go rape the galaxy. Uh Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was offsides. <laughs> My bad. But yeah, uh, so as soon as the instructor brought up Uranus, I think he said as Uranus, I just unmuted since we were doing the COVID stuff and just laughed really hard and then remuted. <laughs> and he goes, yes, yes, it's very funny. I was the only one to do it. Nobody else said a word. They were probably laughing with it muted like normal. <laughs> right. Like I just unmuted so that way everyone knew it was funny. And just muted it. And then he's like, yeah, let's get it out of the way now. I'm like, no, I'm good now. I'm good. I just had to do that one. It's like, I think everyone knows the jokes already. So, um, But so with Jupiter stuff, you can ice skate on one of Jupiter's moons, Europa, uh, which is covered in ice. An axle jump would take you 20 feet, 22 feet into the air. I can't jump that high. Well, I don't know how much you would weigh there, but you'd be considered skinny. Because you wouldn't be morbidly obese, you'd probably. Weigh. I just want to know who thinks up. You could ice skate on there because there's ice. I would imagine that it's not nice and smooth. Well, <laughs> it's probably going to be cragus. Is that a word? Cragus, jagged. I know you might get hit with a crater. Crag, craggy. Yes, yes. So get hit with a crater, just flying around up there. But yeah, I guess Titan. They think Titan is uh, one of the moons we could eventually inhabit too. Cool. Yeah. Our so modern be after I die. Definitely after I die. Uh, Coca Cola actually in gave us the. They make a soup on Venus. Yes, yeah, it's called Venstrom. Uh, they actually uh, gave us the modern interpretation for Santa Claus from one of their commercials. I did know that the you, the, the red, I thought it was the, Norman Rockwell, the red and white Santa. <laughs> yeah, it was Norman Rockwell, but he was doing it for Coca Cola. Yeah. Well, with Before it, that, Darren. some of the Santas looked kind of scary. Actually, oh yeah, they looked more like Krampus than anything else. Yeah. It's like, wait, wait a minute. Some some dudes coming in our house. Okay, so what, what did he do to me at night in order to give me this apple? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I sore and it hurts to walk and sit down and do everything lower? Uh, Queen Victoria's husband, Prince Albert. <laughs> yeah, right. He invented uh, the phallic piercing, and he was in a can for a while. Do you get that? Yes. Are you sure? He was. He was a nut. No, it was the type of tobacco. Yeah, Prince Albert Tobacco. Mm-hmm. That's why he was in a can. You had to go. You had to let him out. <laughs> uh, he wasn't the first to introduce Christmas trees to Britain from Germany. He wasn't. No, he wasn't. That's a great fun fact. There's a billion other people that weren't either. And neither did I. <laughs> You're welcome. It's a small world. <laughs> Queen Charlotte did that in the late 1700s. Don't but even know Prince who he Albert is. was credited with it. So. Buckingham Palace in London has 775 rooms. Again, nobody and cares. 70, not enough bathrooms. They only have 78 bathrooms. Oh, my gosh. That is not that's enough. That's only for, one bathroom per 10 bedrooms. I know. That's ridiculous. Could you imagine that? Wait, did you say bedrooms or he rooms? He just said rooms. He just said rooms. rooms. 
I'd go with bedrooms. If you have 775 people staying there and only 78 bathrooms, it is not going to end well. Those Yelp reviews are going to be terrible for Buckingham Palace. You know, I, th- I, th- I had when to I was share a bathroom kid, with 10 ewes. When I was a kid, I used to be like, oh, man, it'd be awesome to live in a mansion and blah, blah. And realistically speaking, now as an adult, I have no desire. I would never, ever, ever want to live in something with 700 rooms in it. Nor would I. It's just ridiculous to do that. Like, just okay. cleaning it. I want, like, 650 max. <laughs> <laughs> There's just no need for any more than that. Yeah, right? That, that's your limit. It's overkill after that. Like, uh, they're not... They're, let's be honest. Someone who has a 700-room, 700 773-room house isn't cleaning it anyway. They have they have the help cleaning it. Yeah. The peasants. I mean, and what do they do? They have, like, a trampoline room. They have a game room. Like, they just have to make up rooms. Yeah. It's like, all right, what's the theme of this room? What are we going to do in here? Well, I'm going to put a bed in every room so I can sleep in a different one for the next four years. That's the kitchen for the north. I don't think that would work with 700 rooms. This is the half of the house where the peasants stay. Don't worry. The nobles are over here. This is the maid's quarters. And the the peasants, we have different levels of peasants. We have the serfs, then we have the regular peasants. So the serfs sleep in the basement. You can say serfs up. No, they're down. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. The White House has 132 rooms and 35 bathrooms. Yeah, but that's the White House isn't all living quarters. It just says rooms. I know, but no, what I mean is that there is a business area and there is a living quarters. <laughs> business in the front, party, party in the, the rear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, that's, so that's what I mean. Like the, the, like the White House is, yes, where the president occupies for his domicile. But it's, it's only, I want to say like a third of it is actually a house. The rest of it is like business quarters where people work and there's oh, yeah. offices and stuff in there. Oh, yeah. And tours go through. Most yeah. of them are ovals. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just one actually. <laughs> <laughs> just just the one. Have uh, many oval offices. The teddy bear is named after Theodore Roosevelt. Yes, uh, I knew duh. that. You knew that? Yes. Did you not know that? Oh, I didn't know that. How old are you? Do you know why? Yeah, because he's, he's a bear. Because yeah. he's a no, he refused to shoot a captured black bear on a hunt. A stuffed animal maker decided to create a bear and name it after the president because of that. Yeah, the the stuffed animal maker Step, I think it is S T E P F. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I'll say yes. It's not on there. Those bears are actually worth hundreds of thousands of dollars now. Those original ones. Well, I imagine anything that's that that's that old is worth a lot. Like I have Pokemon cards that. We're actually just given to us. I went through and was looking at the prices. I have one that's worth three hundred fucking dollars. Holy crap! Is it as old as Theodore Roosevelt? Yeah, uh, he yeah. played Pokemon too. <laughs> <laughs> he played the really anything early. that's that old. <laughs> I have true. Pokemon cards for crying out loud. Yeah, they're from like nineteen ninety six or some shit. And it's three hundred dollars. You go farther back if they existed twenty years before that. That's not be worth like three hundred fifteen dollars. I have some baseball card cards from the early eighties, late seventies, early eighties that are worth absolutely nothing. Were they the ones where they first started to mass produce? Yeah, like yeah, the tops and the upper yeah. deck and all well, that stuff. You got the yeah. stick of gum with them? Some yeah, of them, yeah. I end up, or the half a puzzle, or that's not a half, but like the three yeah. puzzle piece cards. Yeah, I have, uh, I had, I got rid of them, 89 and 90 tops upper deck. Same thing, they just mass produced so many. They're tops, worth upper deck, Don Russ, Fleer, yeah. Leaf. Now, though, it's funny. Now, if you go buy a pack, you could have a card in there, and it's worth $100. Some and you pay ten dollars for the pack. Well, just because they don't mass produce them, I anymore. do. I do have some of those original, like nineteen ninety one, nineteen eighty two, and stuff like that boxes that are still sealed and never yeah. opened. Yeah, they're still worth nothing. My, my dad, well, no, those are <laughs> some of those are because there are some cards that are worth something. And so, like 
for every hundred cards that are worth nothing, there will be like one card that's worth like 80 bucks. And so there are several that are like that. I do have. Yeah. Well, if you have the right years for them, like yeah. uh, 89 and 90, nothing in there is worth a damn. I want, I can't remember what I have tops. Year is. It's I, tops, though, but 89, 90, if you just have the cards, there's. I think it depends. It depends on who the person is. So, like Griffey Jr., I don't remember what. He wasn't in 89 or 90. Uh, I don't remember what year his career was. When did this turn into a sports podcast? Just now. Uh, because of teddy bears. It obviously yeah, makes sense. Obviously, teddy bears. <laughs> it, it happened organically because it popped in our brains and we talked about it. That's organic. You Night. can you can join in. Did you collect anything? Uh, I had some Scalps? old football cards, I mean, some old hockey cards. Do you still have them? Yeah, they're in my parents' house. In you a ever closet. looked into them, see if they're worth 89. millions? Nope. You could quit TSA that way. So he was 89. He was His ML, MLB debut was opening day of 89 for the Mariners. So that... that, that like I have tons of Griffey Jr. baseball cards from his rookie year, and those are all worth money. Every single one of them. Yeah. But it also depends tops? on where you sell them. There's Tops, Don Russ, Fleer. Because yeah. I didn't have anything that was worth a damn as far as that goes. <laughs> it also depends on your geography, right? So, like a Barry Bonds card would be worth something in San Francisco. A uh, uh, Griffey Jr. Oh, though, I got though, though he was revered around baseball, obviously Seattle is really his. Spot. I did have a uh, Michael Jordan baseball card. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, for his one year, he sucked at baseball. Yeah. Then he uh, came back and won a trio of championships. Uh, Plato, this is interesting, started out as wallpaper cleaner before the head of the struggling company realized. I thought he started off as a philosopher. Right? Yeah, that's the other Plato I was thinking of. Yeah. It's, it's though, not Plato. Oh. It's a, it's a soft T. Plato. I think Plato is a D, actually. D-O-A. It's a soft T. Duh. I'm looking at how it's spelled right now. That is obviously not correct. But yeah, he realized it was non-toxic and made a good modeling clay for children. He realized he didn't. He didn't when he was putting it together, and it was mostly flour and salt. He didn't realize this is non-toxic. Well, the way it reads, it's kind of they didn't. They realize now that it's non-toxic. It's like oh, if they They realize now. But yeah, um, what I do know is then they don't let your kids put that in their nose. That was, yeah, we've covered that on a podcast. Like they cared if it was toxic to give it to kids. They used to give kids lawn darts and freaking uh, man. I loved lawn the darts. wood burning kit with the cord that was like less than a foot long. Yeah. So you're right next to the drapes when you're freaking burning some wood. Oh yeah, I burn wood all the time. I was talking about a toy. Josh, oh okay. Perf. In 1940, a retired school teacher came up with Candyland to entertain children who were hospitalized from polio. Obviously, none of them really became experts in the game. Why is that obvious? Because they died from polio. Oh, see, I was thinking a game on horseback. <laughs> water polio. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of candy and water. So we're at 126. Well, we can keep going about stupid shit like this. Oh, that's kind of our thing. Oh, so people started wearing pajamas, <laughs> originally spelled pajamas instead of nightgowns so they would be able to run outside in public during world war one air raids huh so before that they were just letting their balls hang out they wore night and then they, they scared, the night shirt you have a night shirt they scared a few kids yeah, you told us about that you i wore, have several you basically have a giant dress that you wear at night I, yeah. well i don't but they didn't wear they stopped doing I that just because sleep in my underoos it obviously didn't work <laughs> i just have them so i wear pajamas like three days a year I haven't worn either one. I have two nightgowns. I haven't worn either one of them in five or six years at least. Probably should just get rid of them. 
Freelancers were originally uh, self-employed sword-wielding mercenaries. Hence the Lancer. Then they turned into journalists. (laughs) We shake hands to show we're unarmed. I thought it was to say hello. Oh, we already talked about that, though. You can just play us out while I keep talking. And cut. All righty. Well, an abrupt end. More people visit France than any other country. Spain is second. The U.S. is third. Huh. Okay. Probably because it's proximity to people. Yeah. And the U.S. is notorious for wanting well, people to not come here. That's a shout out to our France listener <laughs> if yeah. he ever comes back. They're not called visitors. They're called immigrants. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got one. The longest place but they're called dreamers. name in dreamers. the world is 85 letters. It's uh, New Zealand, and locals just call it Taumata Hill. Um, that's, that was hard to say. Cause it and on great. that note... Here, try to say this while we play out. Taumata Hill. Words! Words! Take care. I stopped looking at it after a while. <laughs> I figured you did. <laughs> <laughs>